Hey guys, and welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe, and I'm joined by Nathan. And today, we're talking about YouTube. We're talking about our YouTube viewing habits, what videos we watch, what channels we subscribe to, what kind of stuff we get suggested, all that kind of jazz about videos and all that such and such. How are you doing, Nate? You good? I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm quite excited today because I have spent many years replacing TV habits with YouTube. So <laughs> I, once yeah. again, in a discussion, have a lot to talk about and I need to sort of curate my mind. <laughs> <laughs> right, so strap in. We're going to decide. To, we've got a lot to talk about here, I feel. Plus, we started on YouTube. Like, that's the thing. That's one thing. Like, when we set to do this... Uh, the show we were like oh let's create this youtube channel and like yeah. i don't i don't think i ever had had any like um any inspirations to do this sort of thing i know like what we wanted to do with this but like with youtube and that it was uh no it was i guess the little behind the scenes is like this was at least for the two of us kind of hard to come up with what we wanted to do because mainly neither of us watch anything like what we do mm, exactly it's which is strange i mean it's like it's one of those ones like oh no research would probably tell you that you probably should like look into stuff that's similar to what you do but we just went off the cuff we wanted to do something that we wanted to do and thing something that suits us so it's like it's like the old movie uh what's it dances with wolves make it and they will come <laughs> we hope so anyway <laughs> right uh but enough about the behind the scenes of what we do we want to talk about what like what stuff we watch so go on nathan i'll let you uh, start off well, go on okay well i mean the easiest thing to mention is i watch a lot of let's plays i always mm -hmm. have i sometimes i use the let's plays as ways of learning about games that i've never played or never had an interest in mm -hmm. you know because sometimes they let's plays or like youtube channels will just play something and you'll always end up seeing something interesting sometimes i actually get inspired and i'm like i'm gonna go buy that game because i've watched part of a playthrough and gone i'm not watching anymore because i want to play that yeah it's hard to say just how many i watch <laughs> yeah but mostly my favorites are like the game grumps that's a pretty like classic let's play channel by this point like not one of the ogs but like you know people know them that's the thing like, yeah. I, I don't necessarily watch the game grumps at all um but like just from like speaking to you and just hearing just general internet talk like from other people like on the internet like they're, they're a pretty big channel aren't they like yeah, I they are. you you spell out references from them all the freaking time i do <laughs> but that's because like <laughs> like i watch them all the time they they just have content all the time and it helps that when they started you know it was two big names in the let's play or like gaming anime sort of you know like yeah ego raptor and jontron started it and like those were two fairly big names in the space at the time yeah ego raptor's obviously still doing it jontron isn't not gonna get into that that's a whole thing but you know like it's persisted and it's been around for like i think almost a decade oh that's sick if not a decade like and it's still pretty good it's still entertaining and they still play you know mainstream games and really random like retro games or random like sometimes they'll just go on and buy a random visual novel from <laughs> like the nintendo eShop, and that in itself can be quite funny because then they voice the characters they read the poor grammar and it's just like it's almost like these things are made to be let's played because they're so kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah. But it's like one of those where with the right people, it's so bad, it's good. I get you. 
and that's kind of what Game Grumps does for me. It's like makes a lot of the really shitty stuff good to watch. Okay, fair. Like, okay, so as someone like myself who's never actually watched a Game Grumps at all, is there any videos you'd recommend from them? Like, what is your, what, do you have a highlight? Like, what's your favorite? Uh, I would love to recommend from early Game Grumps, Sonic 06. Oh, yeah. Because that was god awful. For you specifically? <laughs> yeah, okay. Sonic Heroes. They've played <laughs> Sonic Heroes. Yeah. Danganronpa is really good. Oh, uh, yeah. There's just so many. Like, my favorite ones are either when they're just partway through a series and they've been recording for an entire day and they always call it out because they're like, oh, oh, this commentary is like really weird. You can tell we're recording at one to three in the morning for some <laughs> reason. Like, yeah, there are there's so many, so many series, quote unquote, that they've done that are just really good. I would just recommend the channel in general, like just go and start on something that looks familiar to you or might be interesting and then just go from there, to be honest. That's that's my recommendation to everyone on like a channel like Game Grumps. They've just got so much content. That's fair. Like that's that's the thing. If, if I'm ever like basically, I find these sort of channels. Like it's, Game Grumps is kind of like a channel. I feel like I should have discovered by now. Um, but like it's it's one of those ones like these things like filter in to me like randomly. Like a channel that's like I don't know like five years old or whatever is suddenly just pop up on my feed and I'd be like, oh, okay, cool, I'll start watching that. My process of watching a new channel is basically I, like through the video that I've seen before. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll watch whatever content they have. And then by doing that, I'll go onto their channel and look at their most viewed videos. Oh, okay. More often than not, those are going to be the ones that like people love the most. And I kind of get into it from that. That's a smart way to do things. I don't do that. I, I literally, if I discover a new channel, I literally just sort of watch the newest thing. Yeah. And then I'll go back through playlists or whatever and try and find something similar to what i just watched or something that i liked about whatever video yeah yeah and then um if it sticks it sticks uh sometimes it doesn't work obviously there's a, there's a whole subject thing as well like obviously like if you find a certain channel and you feel like oh look they're actually talking about something that i like then you click on that video more don't you that's the yeah. thing you get like okay well, this is a topic i know about let's hear their perspective on it is usually like the thing oh mate like do, i've got so many random channels like that as well like, yeah yeah i watch um ant keeping from the biggest ant keeping channel just because i find it interesting don't want to keep ants well like most of the time could give like literally the the channel's called ants canada and dude literally just keeps ants as pets yeah oh wow okay and it, he films it with one of those crazy macro lenses you know the ones that look like a massive fucking like metal tube yeah attached to the end of the camera <gasps> yeah 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 oh, wow so it's like super up close and it's just a lot of stuff like that yeah he tries to make a whole story out of everything and sometimes <laughs> it's a little clickbaity but like i don't know i just find it interesting or like i watch what's the channel again sorry ants canada Ants Canada. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna do a little bit of research myself. <laughs> like, just a quick... It's a pretty big, like in that space. It's like the biggest channel. Um, I also watch a fish keeper, like aquariums. Oh wow! Okay. Because it's just interesting. Mm hmm. I, again, I I can watch. I tend to watch all sorts of things. Like I'm not necessarily yeah. just like one type of thing. Like or I watch. I watch this channel called Today. I found out. Mm hmm. And it's just their whole thing is each day they put up a video and it's about a new thing. You just learn really random facts and stuff. Okay. And to me, like in my everyday life, none of that's going to be helpful, probably. But it's interesting. <laughs>
Like, I'm checking out this ant channel now. Like, it looks nuts. This actually looks like quite fun. So I can understand why you you watch this. Honestly, it's weirdly interesting. I know for most people, watching like small animal like bugs and stuff like crawl around like makes their skin crawl. But like, if you can get past that, sometimes it's just interesting and weirdly relaxing to watch a bunch of like a bunch of ants move around and like yeah. forage and stuff. I I don't know why. I just find it interesting. Those two are probably some of the strangest things i watch on youtube that's really cool that's really i think they're like quite cool though that's that's a good thing about youtube you like you can upload a video about anything any hobby that you have and there will be someone that will find interest in it yeah i mean hell look at us <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you for listening to our ramblings for god knows how long guys <laughs> um but yeah like honestly like that, that's like i do generally find that ant channel quite interesting because like, you it's something you don't know about either that's that's the diff that's the difference between viewing habits isn't it there's some videos you watch that you want to hear someone's perspective on something you know about or there's something that you you're hope that like, you have a hobby in and you view that because you want to hear other people's perspective or something you know on the other hand there's something you have no absolutely no clue about and you can still be interested and you're like oh okay this is like mad how like i just want to keep watching this you know what i mean that's channel specifically is also like again he'll try to make some sort of story he really tries to engage the audience but at the same time it's actually quite educational like he does know like the scientific names for each group of ants and stuff like yeah he knows how to keep them because he's been doing it so long like he's also been on youtube for like 10 years or something so like he knows how to make videos as well and like i think that's why i like these watching videos of some of these like niche hobbies is because these people like will definitely know exactly what they're talking about you will learn something if you want to but at the same time it's just also weirdly relaxing like the, i f randomly found it i think may i think i've been watching this channel like ants canada for maybe four years or so really okay and it's just i i was just randomly scrolling through my feed and it, and it came up for some reason i must have been watching something related to ants or like or something in that <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how the algorithm it's works mad. anymore it's mad how like, you can just find that though like that's that's quite cool like i i don't remember the origin of a lot of stuff anymore like the fish keeper or any of the <laughs> um barkeepers that i watch or the chefs or something like yeah i don't know how any of that comes around anymore i just i've been watching them so long that i'm like it's my everyday life you know i, I watch <laughs> their videos all the time yeah it is it's nuts it's well cool though but like what what about you man like what, what's what's something you watch Ooh, okay so like i've been on i've been watching youtube stuff for god it's got i think just over 10 years i'd say i like maybe even longer than that because i remember when youtube was like proper early days i didn't subscribe to anyone i usually used to watch like random videos and like just anything that caught my fancy um at one point i think it was like i was watching episodes of one piece i think i mentioned this before in like um three separate parts it's the days where like copyright wasn't as hardcore on youtube the dark days of youtube yeah. <laughs> i remember that uh, you could watch an episode of one piece in like three separate parts that people have uploaded and um i remember that that was like my first that was like one of my first experiences of youtube watching like monty python sketches and stuff as well but like i think the first few channels i've subscribed to on youtube um like early days smosh i absolutely loved smosh back in the day oh yeah like they they like, like ian and anthony used to like put some 
amazing content together. Like, granted, these days, like, they're not as popular because obviously Anthony left and there's um, there's a whole bunch of other dudes. Like, Smosh is uh, sort of like um, a bigger thing now. It's more of a brand with a, a rotating cast than it was a passion project, like, back in the early days. A hundred percent, yeah. Arguably, that was, like, because there was certain, like, obviously they had that there was the company weren't there that went under i can't remember exactly what it is there's a whole defy media or something defy yeah something like that and like there was a whole bunch of drama that went down like smosh lost lots of money but that's a whole other subject but um yeah like they were like they're like my OG. i think they were like one of the first channels i subscribed to on youtube i don't watch them anymore but like i'm still still a fan of like ian and anthony's stuff and like the other guys do good stuff as well they do like the um was it the uh, try not to laugh uh, videos and stuff? I can't remember what they're called. Uh, I'm not. I'm not really into that kind of content. Yeah, it's it's like um. Oh no, it's it's quite funny. Like, it's, like they bring in certain YouTubers as well. Like some some that I'm a fan of and that. But um. Anyway, uh, other channels I'm like OG subscribed to. Uh, what was it Jack's Films and PewDiePie? I think I discovered them when I was in uni, and they're like two channels I've actually consistently watched since then. Fair. That makes sense. They're, they're like OGs of YouTube though, like they are OGs, yeah. Like um like Jack Jack's films started off with like your grammar sucks, and that's what really like propelled him a little bit. Uh, and PewDiePie is just PewDiePie. He's changed a lot over the years, PewDiePie of his content. Yeah. Like I, I there's like a certain point where I dropped off. I didn't watch a lot of his stuff. I think like I started off when he did his Let's Play stuff. Yeah, that's when I started too. I dropped off. I think shortly after. Yeah, because I, I remember watching for a couple of years and then I just stopped because I thought his content was getting quite samey. And then he kind of like changed it a little bit. So he doesn't do, he does do Let's Plays still, but he doesn't do half as many as he used to. Um, He kind of just does like sort of more reaction videos or it's like topical videos, which like, it's kind of like discussion stuff. And I, I kind of prefer that a little bit because I don't know, like if he does a Let's Play now, it's probably something I actually won't be in that interested in, honestly. Like, um, it's weird how like people's like content changes like that. But yeah, um, PewDiePie is a good one. My modern YouTube habits, however, like that's a very different <laughs> situation <laughs> right now. Um, God, like, so I, um, most recently, uh, a couple of channels I subscribed to were um, the Try Guys. I don't know if you've ever watched any of their stuff before. Uh, I think I've seen clips on Facebook. So I got suggested to these guys through um, our good friend uh, Wildebeest Plays. Okay. Because there's an upcoming video that me and him are doing. Oh, yeah. I, yep, yep. <laughs> I won't say too much more. Uh, and it's kind of based off a of Try Guys video. I, I found it through him. And then I didn't I didn't immediately jump into this channel. I was like, oh, this is cool concepts of videos and stuff. Like, uh, I'll watch some more, maybe. And then I think like a few more of their videos got... Uh, suggested to me through YouTube's algorithm and stuff. It's all food-based. Like, majority of their content is food-based. Or, like, attempting to do something without a recipe or without instructions. And they're genuinely, like, they're entertaining guys. Like, the it's just fun. It's entertaining to watch how, like, they do stuff. Like, how their processes, how their, like, mind works and stuff. It's quite funny. Like, they, they're just, like, four entertaining guys. That, like, I love their stuff. It's, it's um good content. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it. It's been recommended to me loads of times. And, you know, you sort of watch a little bit of it through the like subscription not subscription feed the recommended feed yeah yeah but like i've never i've never personally actually tried to watch one of their videos but um uh, i might considering two of my close friends are into it so 
chances are I'll probably like it because also thanks to our good friend Wilder way back in the day is why I watch Binging with Babish. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The whole three quads kind of thing. Well, it's because I was hanging out with him one day and he just put these videos on. And he's like, have you ever seen this? Yeah. And that was when he first started, you know, Binging with Babish. So like he was making the rounds online because he was like, you know, oh, this guy's recreating recipes from TV and stuff. And I've just continued watching ever since. And his content's also... <laughs> evolved slightly and gotten more interesting like i think my favorite series from him right now is the botched with babish where he tries to redo a recipe that the internet has overwhelmingly told him like you've done that wrong oh okay but it's it's almost like an unfiltered style so they just film a bunch of stuff and it's almost like you know the things you would normally cut yeah they kind of leave it in they've like cut loads of other stuff you know, like the in-betweens, like the moving and the things you don't need to see. But a lot of the like failures and stuff now you will see. And it's just, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Okay. At the same time, like I, I like those. His, um, his content's like, I, I haven't, I'm, I'm not subscribed to him at all, but his, some of his videos have appeared on my feed. It's, the ones I like are the ones where he recreates recipes from TV shows. See, the interesting thing is that he also like branched out. So it's not just him on his channel anymore. He's got like other chefs and stuff do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like uh, he's worked with the, um, you've probably seen him on like Facebook and stuff. Cause I think he was also part of BuzzFeed maybe or something uh, with the Try Guys. Alvin, he has a show on Binging with Babish's channel now, uh, uh, anime with Alvin. And he basically so far has been recreating stuff from Shokugeki no Soma. Oh, really? Okay, that sounds quite cool. Yeah, and that's also quite entertaining, um, mainly because Alvin is, I don't know if it's on purpose or not, but a little more awkward sometimes. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because he's got, he's got this really like dry presentation mm -hmm. and like a really soft voice for the VO. But then he'll say something cringy or really awkward and you just, even as a viewer, you just sort of sit there with a pan face like, ugh. <laughs> I mean, like, maybe like do you think it is, it is on purpose that's all cringe or is it like i i want to say it is for entertainment purposes because yeah, it yeah. works so well i'm like there's no way you just do that by accident every time <laughs> yeah like it just doesn't seem like that works but yeah binging with babish is also like a channel that's evolved quite a lot in the few years that he's been on youtube that's a, that's the thing in general as well i think like food food videos are something that always gets me i think it's one of the reasons why i like love the try guys content so much but like another <laughs> another food channel that i've got to mention is one that i discovered i think it was last year i discovered it i think i might have shared a, a few videos with you in our like friend whatsapp group have you ever heard of ordinary sausage before Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely <laughs> shared this. You definitely shared that. Like, this is a, this is content I found through, um, you probably heard of him as well, uh, Moist Critical, uh, Charlie. Yep. So he, like, he did, like, um, what was it? He was just doing a reaction video to Ordinary Sausages, like, one of his really early videos where he did a whole KFC box in a sausage. Oh, you you shared that video specifically. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen part of that before. Yeah, and it is, like, like, the channel is incredible, man. It's, like, literally this guy just sausages anything like like any meal like any fast food thing like he would just sausage it and like it'll take like comments from his viewers as well and be like are they like oh make like a salt sausage and he literally just puts like a like a whole bunch of salt in sausage casing and cooks it you like he does a rating it after everyone as well and usually uh -huh. those those fan comment ones are always zero out of fives because it is just it's a horrendous suggestion. Why would you eat a sausage full of salt? <laughs> but um like it's the content is just generally like 
intriguing like the fact that like how he just grinds it all up or whatever that how it turns out like more often not it's a disaster but it's so entertaining at the same time and the ones that actually taste good i'm like i want to try that i'll try that sausage <laughs> wow see that's interesting because as you were like explaining that channel i was scrolling through my subscription um feed and uh on the opposite spectrum of that mm -hmm. is um i realized another channel i really like that's also cooking related um is a channel called outdoor chef life oh yeah and it's basically this guy who lives in san francisco he was a sushi chef like a professional sushi chef okay and he, he quit to do youtube full-time but he likes foraging and stuff Ooh. so a lot of his videos are like out fishing or foraging for stuff and then he'll just turn everything he found into uh, a recipe he's one of those guys who doesn't he doesn't have a plan or like he doesn't really follow a set recipe you watch him cook and he's literally just like chucking stuff in yeah but then it comes out and it looks fucking amazing and like <laughs> thanks to him not that i've ever tried or practiced but i could probably fillet a fish like a professional sushi chef oh because i've seen him do it so many times like, yeah <laughs> well now now that you've said that neighbor i'm coming around your house and you're gonna fillet me like some sushi things <laughs> right. i'll just go the thing that. is there's fucking bones in this man what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's all right pepper i saw it on youtube i'm professional now <laughs> <laughs> you don't eat fish anyway don't don't lie to the viewers <laughs> i don't i don't eat i don't eat fish yeah there's an insight <laughs> I eat seafood though. That's just a disclaimer. Seafood's good. Fish bad. <laughs> I, I like watching that too because it's like I've been fishing. Not a fan of it personally. Like, oh really? Yeah, I, I went when I was a kid. You know, with my dad and stuff. But like, never. I was never really into it. But like watching him catch different fish, turn them into recipes, like forage for mushrooms and all sorts. Like, yeah. And like, it's just really interesting to watch someone turn essentially a bunch of fresh stuff from the forest or whatever into something to eat and it looks like you would the way he makes it like okay sometimes the presentation isn't like as like restaurant grade but he still tries and you're like i would pay for that <laughs> like i'd pay to That's eat that that sounds really cool you know like i know it's like kind of going like a little bit off topic here but like it's kind of like that sort of content you'd find on tiktok in a way yeah like it, it kind of sounds like that's like like quite like i don't know short content oh i just went into it for that in the words forage all this stuff cooked it like it's a sort of content you'd feel like it would be on tiktok but i do like the idea of like um it, just the general idea of like what you just described like it sounds cool but. It, it's the same reason why um oh, do i still subscribe to that channel i think i unsubscribed recently because he couldn't do you remember a few years back it was really big that that australian guy was going in and making like huts and stuff out of mud i remember this dude yeah I used to subscribe to that channel and I think it's the same sort of uh, vibe, you know, where like you're just watching someone make something from nothing mm. and you're like, this is what civilization used to be like and probably most people would have had those skills like hundreds of years ago and now we just all don't know how to do it yeah you know what i mean like it's that kind of interesting like going back to nature like could you do it i feel like i watch that stuff because i'm like could i do that no i'd die <laughs> no I, i'd be the same yeah <laughs> yeah 100 percent. it sounds it sounds really interesting but um no i never subscribed to that dude either i did I, I watched a lot of his videos but like obviously once covid hit and lockdown like his whole channel sort of yeah <laughs> went dormant because you can't go outside so you couldn't 
make huts and stuff, you know, out of mud. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 unfortunate. Though. It was interesting though. I really I really did like that one. Oh, that's a shame they kind of dropped off a little bit. Like, do you ever watch um Hot Ones at all? I used to watch Hot Ones. That's a really good talk show though. I would recommend that to people. Like, just give that a go. The easiest way to start on Hot Ones is always just watch the ones with your favorite celebs on it. Easy, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or someone you know, and then just go from there. Exactly. That, that's exactly how I found it as well. I was just like, oh, this person I do is like on Hot Ones. I watch it, and then. Literally, the thing is with Hot Ones as well, you start it. I feel like you just binge the fuck out of it when you see it, though. Oh, yeah, you do. Like, you just go from celebrity to celebrity. Like, you just keep going, don't you? Yeah, because it's like, you know, some people you'd think would be really good. Like, the one I always like recommending is uh, Ramsey. Because you think Ramsey would be really good. (laughs) But he's got... His is crazy because he's brought stuff. He's tried to combat the spice. Yeah. Because he knows that at a certain point it's going to be too much for him, right? And he just has like a bag of stuff, and you're like, "That's not the Gordon Ramsay you know." Yeah, like, this is this normally is just like some guy putting out this. Yeah, <laughs> he's like still like going, like, "Oh fuck this" or whatever. But like... <laughs> yeah, but that's also whilst he's got two of those squeezy bottles of like yeah. <laughs> lemon and lime juice, and he's like spraying it on this fucking bit Sun, of chicken, yeah. <laughs> and he's like eating like fucking pastries and shit because he's like yeah you know like sugar or whatever is supposed to help like yeah dull the pain or something <laughs> he's too it's quite interesting it's quite interesting to see how he works around it though like because obviously like it's no no other can like oh, i say contestant no other guest <laughs> is gonna like do this are they no one's gonna bring out this shit only ramsey would bring out this stuff at that time i never saw anyone do anything near that as a as a guest and that's why i like recommending that one because i'm like that's one of the craziest ones i feel like also that hot sauce like a lot of them sound pretty good i actually tried to buy you a bottle for christmas one year (laughs) but it's way more expensive than you would think is it because it's from is it imported or is it like um i mean that was before any import tax no, oh, geez, so it's going to be more expensive. <laughs> Basically, a little story time. Our friend group does uh, Secret Santa. I got Pepe one year, and that was the year I was watching Hot Ones. Uh, Pepe just started watching, and that was the year they bought out the um, Caliente or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Right, and I was like, that sounds nice, right? What a great present for Pepe. When they looked it up, and like the default normal bottle was like £25 already, and I was like, oh, over budget. Plus, I don't know what P and P is gonna be. Yeah, so it's one of those ones, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't know what the shipping cost, and I was like, I, I can't spend that much money, so I never did it. We do have a twenty pound but like limit as well, so it's like it's one of those ones. Like sometimes you'd be like, oh, I can go slightly over, but like a couple quid or whatever. But sometimes when it's like too much, you're like, okay, now <laughs> I'll cut off there. <laughs> See, if it was like £25 including shipping, import tax, I would have been like, yeah, I can do that, right? Yeah, but it was yeah, like £25 it, yeah. before all of that. And I was like, nah, it's probably going to come out to like <laughs> probably like 35 quid by the end of it. And I'm like, I can't, I just can't do that. Maybe it's understandable. I can, I can understand that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've always wanted to like sort of take on that Hot Ones challenge, you know. I'd love to do that just to see it. Because... I quite like spicy food. I'm like really into spicy food. Granted, I prefer flavor over heat. I like spicy flavor, but like, I don't know, I, I, I reckon I could do it. I mean, I actually had the idea recently. I would love to get our friend group together and do that. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I feel like quite a few of us would be okay 
for quite a while. Yeah. Like, I reckon a bunch of us could probably get at least about halfway before any of us suffer. I know for a fact that some of us would die early, though. Like, some of us would be, like, one wing, and then, like, yep, that's it, KO'd. <laughs> <laughs> really? I didn't think our friendship group was that bad, but... Yeah, there's, there's certain people, there's certain people that, like, die quite quickly. <laughs> I mean, I I would probably drop off pretty early on. I'm, like, okay with spicy stuff, but I'm not the best. I, I, can, I can see some of us going quite far. I reckon I could complete the whole thing. Um, I'd be dying. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not going to say I complete this with ease. I reckon I could do it. Yeah, I reckon you could do it. You're, you've always been one of the better ones with spice in our yeah. group. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I know. That, like, I think it's we're very like the thing is with a friendship group in general, you have like different tastes of everyone. There's some people at the top of the spectrum. Some of them are going to be like, nah, <laughs> like no spice tolerance whatsoever. I think. Uh, so do you think you'd be able to finish it? I don't. I think I'd get about halfway, and then I'm like, I'm. I have to. I have to tap out. I can't. So, like, what's your spice tolerance like? Because I know, like, your like your reaction to food is like changed a bit over the years. Like, say, if you went to Nando's, if you went to Nando's, what would you get? Like, uh, I would normally get medium, but I'd put extra hot sauce on the side. Yeah. Wait. E- extra hot sauce or extra hot sauce? Which one? Well, like, okay, I would actually. I like from Nando's the Vusa sauce, so like some of their spicier sauce, and I'll put that on the side. Oh yeah, the one, the, the black label one. Uh yeah, I think black label. But basically, um, I'll get medium just because I'm like, oh, that's a nice flavor, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But for the extra like spice level, I will put some more sauce on the side, a different sauce that's way hotter that I absolutely cannot handle, but I'll still do it. See, I'm like the opposite, you know. Like I always get like an extra hot uh for the fit for the coating and then i get a uh, garlic and herb as a, as like a side sauce interesting so i do the opposite though it's interesting that isn't it? Like... i mean like i can't handle it but i've been eating uh the uh bordak fire noodles like just, oh, just wow. the normal the oh. normal one i haven't okay, okay I, the normal one, I don't yeah. eat them often but like i'm not eating the like two times spicy i'm just eating the regular spice one and it kicks my ass every time but i like it <laughs> i remember i think it was um it was wilder actually that bought me uh, a cup of the extra like, the extra spicy ones oh god and um i ate them i think i ate them and it was no problem but i like literally my nose was running like i was like sweating i was like oh my god this is like I, i'm like it tastes good that's the thing I think that those those noodles kind of taste good. It's not like horrendous spice. There are some spices out there which are like, nah, it's just, this is killer. I think that's what the the wing, like some of the hot ones, fl- uh, sauces would be like. Yeah, I think some of those end ones are just like spicy for the sake of spicy. There isn't a flavor. It's just almost like having pure chili oil, like, or sorry, chili extract, not oil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, um, I reckon, like, by the sounds of it, there are some at the end of the, like, hot one spectrum, which do have, still have flavor with them, but they're just like, they'll kick your ass. I don't know. I, I reckon I could get most of the way through, maybe, like, at least halfway, if it ever happened, like, if we ever managed to do it, but it probably would be quite a struggle after that and then i'd definitely regret my choice yeah yeah once you get a million subscribers nathan we'll do a we'll do a hot one <laughs> <laughs> okay well as long as you're buying the sauce i can't afford that shit so if, we, oh, no, if, if we're a million subscribers i'll fucking buy anything <laughs> well, don't throw that out there no no not too far not too far it depends within limits within limits <laughs> <laughs>
God, yeah, I feel like we talked about food for like quite a bit there. And like food, that's just like, I remember like um, Epic Meal Time. Do you watch them guys like back in the day? I never really watched them back in the day. Uh, but I, I used to watch it like again back in the day. Like I dropped off since like quite a few of them left. Uh, I think like um, Harley's still, Harley's still there. Wow. Um, like he's, he's the main face of it though, isn't he? He has to be there like for sure. I mean, he doesn't have to though. Because like by that logic, you know, like when you were talking about Smosh, like Anthony left and he was one of the main faces you know like he was one of the main guys like I get yeah that's that's true yeah I mean Ian's still there though isn't it so I don't know I don't know how much Ian does content now though that's the thing I don't know but thinking about it that's like when I was talking about Game Grumps you know fucking two guys started it one of them left within the year yeah that's yeah that's true as well bro yeah so like it's you don't necessarily have to be there you know like just because you started it or you're the face of it like you could leave yeah it's just harder for whoever's left to try and pick up the pieces is all it is yes yeah. it's, it's like you're basically trying to keep that fan base at that point like hey like i'm still putting out content it's like it's just that guy's gone but i'm still here like with this other person more like more often than not like <laughs> <laughs> do, do you like us enough to stick around please <laughs> it is that it is literally that like you'll probably find that most people though will just subscribe to that other person's channel but still stay subscribed to the old channel as well you know what i mean so even though the duo would part ways granted it probably would be harder for the branch off person because obviously they're like starting a new channel and they have to bring all those subscribers from that channel over to this one and some people might not be like people might be like oh but i like them as a duo i probably won't do that whereas at least with the original channel you still have those old viewers like that probably won't unsubscribe straight away because well as long as you can still sort of like put out the content that is similar to what was before like there will obviously be growing pains and like you see that all the time it's it is a shame when like somebody joins or takes over like I'm, it, it's gonna sound like i'm talking about game grumps a lot but that's because they're the only ones that i know of that actually talked about this kind of stuff like on content regularly like dan avadan came in and took over for jontron yeah and for years he was still getting comments and i think he still does sometimes like you know john was better than you oh yeah yeah like, well, get John back. And it's like, it kind of sucks because it's like, yeah, but this new person is bringing in like this whole new thing. It's like an evolution, you know, it's like a new chapter for the for the content. And then it's just like, people are like, nah, I want what I want. I don't give a shit what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a similar thing with the Smosh guys, to be fair. Like, I've heard some of the, uh, like, uh, their experiences. Like, oh yeah, where's Anthony? Like, bring Anthony back and that. Obviously, it's Anthony's choice to leave. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's the same with John as well. Like, his choice was to leave as well. But, yeah. They made their choice to leave, to move on and do things they want. Like, for Smosh, like, Anthony's now, like, I heard someone call him the Oprah of YouTube. And he really is. Oh, the, like, his interview stuff is mad. Like, yeah, he's... Yeah, do you know when you think yeah he is he's the chat show host like for youtube and he's good at it yeah no like the amount of like people he's reached out to and that like like all the, like, the different um like i don't want to say like stereotypes and stuff but like the different like different walks of life so many people there and like, i've never actually watched his content fully um but like i know like i've seen clips and that it's, it's good it's good content yeah I, i've seen clips too and it's like fucking hell man he's 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 killing it yeah no fair play to him uh <laughs> branching off of hot ones actually do you ever watch cold ones i knew this was coming up as yeah, soon no, as you is... were like branching <laughs> off i haven't actually watched cold ones um but i do know that they're also quite a popular podcast now yeah like uh, it's it's a bit different like 
compared to most podcasts now it's like kind of like a lot of like like sort of challengey kind of videos not not sort of always challenge but like it's different different like i don't know i don't even know how to describe it it's just comedy channel basically with max and chad i mean i guess it's going back to their like roots on youtube though isn't it like it is a little bit yeah they were saying recently that the only reason why they've stepped away from the podcast uh platform not platform but um probably format is better the format um basically because because of covid actually they couldn't get as many guests in and if they yeah, did they'd have to sense. do it over um like skype and they didn't like the vibe of it as much <laughs> it's funny they say that and you, you and me have been doing this for a year almost like <laughs> Man, always yeah, like, always over the internet we've never recorded once in the same room <laughs> yeah i guess that's our, that was our original concept though weren't it right in well yeah room, i mean i guess if there's they had like guests live in and it was like a bit different even when we had wilder on that was still on discord yeah that's true <laughs> very true <laughs> um but yeah like i think like obviously you, I, I don't know i found these guys through when filthy frank was still a thing on youtube oh my god like that's that's how much youtube is saying like filthy frank would not exist on youtube right now he would get like the platform that's why he stepped away but yeah like when we were saying the dark times of youtube like back when the copyright stuff sorry i'm wrong the filthy frank <laughs> era the max mofo like all that that little group that yeah. was the dark times of youtube so I, I i i'd say yeah like from like 2014 to like 17 i'd say was that was a weird time to be on the platform man mm, very like it's, it's like i think that was really pushing the limits and that's when the adpocalypse sort of thing came in as well didn't it yeah, that's when like there was a whole lot of like that that really threw YouTube into a thing. <laughs> yeah, really <laughs> threw a spanner in the works. Oh yeah, man, it it is crazy though because like I watch Filthy Frank because of you, like a couple of <laughs> videos here and there, <laughs> but I never knew Max Mofo. It was only after when like just before the Pokemon card boom and stuff, you were like, oh, have you watched this this guy open Pokemon cards? Yeah, I watched Max Mofo because of Pokemon cards literally i don't i don't watch because of anything else and then i remember doing a bit of research and it's like oh yeah you know that gang back in the day and his, his name came up and i was like really yeah, yeah i guess i can see it because there is a bit of chaos even in the pokemon videos and i say a little <laughs> bit there's a lot of chaos there's a lot of chaos <laughs> the screaming sort of thing is always a thing the that screaming gets me, like. the intros the, like, the deep you know. the deep voice sort of like combinations <laughs> like, i still think that pikachu saucy boys like there's just <laughs> just that one that one line has always got me with max's videos like pikachu saucy boy <laughs> uh, just, uh, just he's got loads of those kind of things that are just brilliant yeah he does he's good he's good with his content max he is mad how much it's changed though like i know like it's, it's when you compare it to the content like uh him idubs and filthy frank used to put out it's like it's completely different like idubs does um like documentary style videos now which is also quite interesting like he used to do content cops where he's calling out people but i think he's like he's stepped away from that quite a bit well i guess you have to like try and keep up on it if you want to keep your job quote unquote as a youtuber that makes money from this platform you have to try and adhere to the rules somewhat you know yeah for sure you can't... If, if the stuff you wanted to make from back then isn't good anymore by the youtube standards then you you just can't do it yeah you gotta play along to the algorithm these days yeah um one thing i wanted to ask you about nathan was um yes 
I know you're quite into VTubers. Yeah, see, I was avoiding talking about this for the longest because I've mentioned it so many times, but go ahead. <laughs> is YouTube like a, a good platform for them to stream on? Because obviously it's very much streaming content, right? Is it streaming or is it like original video concepts? It's all streaming. And it's basically all streaming and they will make supplementary like video content. But a lot of the times the videos are like right now, at least the VTubers I watch are mostly like shorts and things. Mm -hmm. It's not really like specifically a video because most of the time, you know, the people are subscribed for the personality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And YouTube right now, I'm still trying to figure out the difference, like because there's actually quite a lot of the community on twitch as well there are lots of vtubers on twitch but there are also lots on youtube i think it comes down to personal preference yes yeah but yeah it it's still it's not as booming as it was last year but it is still sort of like quite up there i think it's just calming down and becoming the norm rather than like booming because it's like the newest fad yeah yeah i can imagine. like how did you like find these sort of this content curious like so it was basically because I was on my Twitter feed and then they were doing an article about Kizuna Ai. Yeah. And I just got interested because they were like, oh, yeah, you know, it's like a person clearly like some sort of voice actor or actor behind this character. But like it's the character that's important. Yeah. And uh, I just sort of continued dropping in and out of her channel. Mm hmm. And then because I was watching so much of that, apparently, according to YouTube, all these other VTubers started coming up. And then I fell uh... down the, the rabbit hole that is Hololive, <laughs> which is the biggest yeah. VTuber company right now. Yeah. And it's been history ever since, really. I've been watching them for a solid almost two years now. And there's content every day. And for someone like me who watches a lot of YouTube, that's perfect. Is it like, um, I'm curious, like, is there... Um, I know like a lot of YouTube channels get uh, some creators get burnout from doing content daily. Is that, a, is, that, is that a thing in the they get that. But what what happens is they just take a break. <laughs> They'll um, at least I need to clarify. I don't really watch any of the Japanese Hololive uh, talent. I really only watch Hololive EN or English. OK, yeah, um, I don't watch uh, Hololive Indonesia either, but that's because uh en in itself is two generations so like two groups in there uh plus a v singer so that was the original five plus the v singer which is six then another five that's 11 con like 11 content creators that stream almost every day yeah several hours a day jesus like i i physically cannot keep up with more than that yeah like i can't even keep up with that to be fair but it's uh yeah when they when they get burnout they just take a break um, the EN girls have been pretty good about it. They take a couple of days out of the week. So they don't stream every day. And if they're sick or something, they they prioritize their health over anything else. Yeah, as it should be. But yeah. And the community is quite good about like, yes, please take care of yourself. We'd rather you stay around. It, I think it's mainly because at least in the VTuber community last year, Kiryu Koko, one of the biggest names in VTubing, graduated, which is what they, they say when a character is retired and the person gives up being that character. Oh, okay. And it, she was like usually the number one most super chatted uh, VTuber on the platform. She was the one who like was the most well known. Most people who say, oh, yeah, I know Hololive or got into Hololive, it's because they've seen Kiryu Koko because she spoke Japanese and English. Mm hmm. So like she brought in a lot of the fandom and uh, but she left last year and that was like a big, big thing. 
sent shockwaves across the entire community it wasn't just hololive like it was like the whole vtubing community uh. and then um so now people are more like if you got burnout if you feel like you need to stop please <laughs> yeah. just stop just stop because we don't want you to leave i think it's good to have a community that you know like has your back like that because i feel like there's certain communities out there which can be absolutely toxic and be like oh why don't you do this or whatever granted i'm sure there are probably one or two like fans out there that are like that but um it's funny you mentioned that because kiryu koko was also the target of antis antis is in so basically people who just were against vtubers or against her like yeah and okay. I, i'm not going to call out specific nations or whatever but you know what i'm talking about if you know what i'm talking about yeah and like so she had to deal with a lot of that too but again this is just hololive as well like there's big companies as well that aren't hololive also in vtubing like niji sanji is another huge one and they've got like four times as much talent uh where hololive has including hollow stars which is their male branch um maybe they've got a total of like 50 talents jesus okay niji sanji has somewhere around 200 talent <sighs> okay <laughs> like they, and they've got branch more branches than what hololive has like they've got korean branch they've got a chinese branch like i think the chinese branch is under a different name though um obviously japanese english like it's huge like Niji Sanji technically as a company is way more huge. It's just not as popular, but it's like the second most well-known company. And then there's like other ones like Voms, which is like very small in terms of talent. I think they've only got like five or six, but they're also quite big. Interesting. I'm curious of like the whole, how it's ran sort of thing, like the business and that. Like I'm curious, like at, the, like at the top of this company, is it someone that like um is genuinely like passionate about VTubers or is it like a sort of like, because this is always the thing about like these um sort of when it's a big business thing because obviously like it's, it's different it's i don't want to like put like people into a box and say hey this is like how you run a company or whatever yeah i can't speak for other companies but i do actually know about hololive <laughs> Again, okay yeah i've been in the rabbit hole for like almost two years i watch a lot of clips and stuff like so for hololive the start was all based off of one person their first ever talent toki nosora wanted to become an idol a virtual idol yeah and then she told someone her friend mm -hmm. uh who also has a vtuber model um not specific no one really knows what her role in the company is uh that character is called achan the two of them wanted to start this thing but they didn't know how so they went and found a company that would like rent them out a space and like equipment mm -hmm. then they found the ceo of what is now hololive tanigo-san and he was originally trying to start a VR company. Okay. They were like a tech company that was trying to do VR stuff. And it just sort of fell in place, really. You know, you could never say, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I wanted to do. But like, it sort of aligned really well. And then they joined forces and it became Cover Corporation. And Hololive is under that brand. Okay, yeah. And it exploded from there, like, pretty much. That's my, okay, okay. It's good that like a sort of like it's it's not like a faceless entity in which case because oh no, in, in fact, in the Hololive fandom, the CEO is often referred to as best girl. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and there's memes of him all the time. Um, uh, the okay, talent yeah, call him yeah. Yago-san, and Yago is probably more popular than a lot of the girls at times. Like, just he's a lot more popular than a lot of the talent at times 
if you look at memes and stuff so it's it's like sort of like you know in a community latches on someone that you like you know like for example like sakurai and smash bros yeah that's him it's all sort of like yeah it's like the equivalent like because he's, he's the face and you know that he's making stuff happen so it's like sort of like and you, you trust it's a trusted figure trusted figure i would say he's is basically reggie from Nintendo okay back yeah, in the day, like, yeah yeah because yago like is the ceo of cover corp but like so he's like the most important person technically on the chain and yet he's in all the memes and everyone's like yago best girl yago is best girl <laughs> that's cute i like that <laughs> i like that's it's, i like a i like a wholesome community community wholesome communities are good oh it's super <laughs> wholesome um or you know and like any community it does get a bit weird but like just don't look for that yeah i mean there's gonna be weird people in every community let's let's (laughs) face it there's there's different like you can't i think it's hard to judge a community solely on like the toxic people of it and stuff like that or like i wouldn't even say toxic it's just because you know like it's just the nature of vtubers as well it's like most of them are waifus so you're gonna see some stuff yeah yeah oh yeah i'm like but uh, yeah <laughs> i get i get it mean, uh, i can only imagine the stuff that you're talking about yeah i'm, I'm just i won't elaborate but you know people know yeah probably best not. <laughs> it's, it's waifu culture waifu culture that's uh that's a thing <laughs> yeah god yeah. i don't know that's that was my uh 10 minute talk on the thing I watch the most on YouTube. <laughs> Welcome to Nathan's TED Talk about VTubers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> I can't. I can't hide that. Okay, I'm, I'm quite curious. Like, is there any content on YouTube that you specifically stay away from? Specifically, stay away from. Like, sort of like I. There's some content out there which I just do not get whatsoever. I know some people are really into it. Like, sort of ASMR, for example. Okay, that specifically, I stay. Away from and also react videos i don't like react videos in terms of like okay so is it just like a whole react sort of gen like like because i know there's there's a difference between certain react channels no no it's the whole genre i just don't i get it's kind of weird because i used to watch like reviews and kind of a review is a more structured reaction yeah but i just don't understand why i would want to watch somebody react to something when i could just watch it do you know what i mean like yeah i don't care in a way what average person thinks because i'm average person i will just watch and come up with my own opinion i don't see why i need to watch somebody else laugh at this video or cringe or whatever when i could just watch the video yeah i get you so like sort of like you don't really care for like sort of like that commentary on top of it at all like if they go and branch into something else no i i just don't enjoy any of it okay so like in terms of like sort of um you know twitch has that like just chilling sort of thing and that would be like them sort of taking video like video suggestions from like fans and stuff I don't I wouldn't watch that. You not you wouldn't watch that. Okay, fair. I, I don't watch a lot of Twitch either, but like Interesting, yeah. Even if I did, I wouldn't be watching that. I could tell you that for sure. Okay, that's fair. I say I watch React videos. I think in terms like I'd probably watch them just to hear that person's opinion on it, because it's more the personality I watch it for. Obviously there's some React channels which like just have dog shite personalities and which you just like watch the video, laugh along and add no commentary on top of it. Those are sort of react videos i'm like nah i can't deal with um but like i don't know i think there's some there's some react channels which i'm a bit like okay cool i can get on board with them because i like to hear that person's opinion or fair enough like just i don't know yeah i mean that's that's my opinion on it. It, it, this is like we're not gonna have the same content like 
preferences all the time, are we? That's a, that's a thing, is it? I mean, again, like the closest I'll get to like a React video is like a review or like when Japanese YouTubers were, re- were reacting to an abroad in Japan video from a while back, like 12 things not to do in Japan. And then he made a re- React video on that. I get uh, okay. <laughs> But that was because, like, I was there for his personality rather than... It is that, yeah. Or his opinion on this whole, like, Japanese YouTubers reacting to his video kind of thing. Like, I wasn't there for the reaction itself. I was more there to see what's going on. I get you, yeah. It's like, um, I used to watch, uh... Like it do- obviously it doesn't happen anymore. Um, but uh, like people reacting to Smash Bros. trailers. Oh, okay. This is a this is the thing I used to watch. Like, I remember um, uh, was one of my favorites uh, was Etika. Oh, like, he was like um, honestly he was like brilliant. Uh, it's a shame about um what happened. But um, again like one of my favorite personalities like he like did a lot of stuff. I think I think like through Etika as well I found a lot of different uh, YouTubers. So it's um it's quite yes yeah, it is one of those ones like. Reaction is, I don't know, few and far between on what you can do with it. Yeah, true. But yeah, there's all different types, yeah. So, <laughs> going off of the the first thing you said, though, um, mm-hmm. I take it, I don't, I don't know, actually, I, I guess I shouldn't say this, but um, I, I shouldn't assume, but are you into ASMR? Because, like, I know it's uh, <laughs> it's normally, like, a thing nah. that's, like, you know, you're one side, you're one or the other. Like, you hate it or you love it. I don't get anything from it. I don't get anything from it either. I don't get anything from it. I think, I know people that do get stuff from it, and they find it very satisfying. And I'm like, I don't, I, it's something I just don't get. And I know some. I know some people that do absolutely love it. I know some people that absolutely hate it. But I think there's certain branches of it which I will be like, I I will specifically stay away from it. Uh, ASMR in general is something I stay away from, but mukbangs as well is something that I do not comprehend. I I don't quite get that anymore. I did used to watch a channel, and that basically was all it was. But I think she, the, at least the channel I watched. They didn't have a lot of mouth sounds, which put me off. That's that's one thing that's like, oh, like I don't like. There's some I, I don't mind people reviewing food or just eating food. I think that's fine. But when it's like, hey, here's all this food laid out in front of me, I'm then you just go watch me eat it. Or I like sort of like a review of the food. If it, if it's like a limited edition item, I wouldn't be like, okay, cool, let's see that. That makes sense. And like, but I don't know. There's some there's some content out there which I'm like, I don't. I, I don't get it personally. If you like it, that's fine. As I said, we always like, yep, yeah, it's your opinion. Like that's that be it. <laughs> We're always accepting it most of the time on the Cultured Voice channel. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly. I, I like, uh, yeah, like I think like, that's a, that's the thing. That's the difference between people's tastes as well. You don't. I I can't shoot down people's tastes. That's what they like. I ain't, I ain't gonna tell people what to like or whatever. Like, because YouTube is such a vast amount of content going on there. Oh yeah. And we're just a drop in the ocean. We're just we're we're just adding to the God knows how many videos come out a day or whatever, you know, like a minute or whatever the fuck. Because it could be like someone like literally down the street for me that is like so into YouTube as well. And our taste is get, it could be completely different. Like I like there's a chance that they they watch YouTube all the time and they've never heard of the people that I've been talking about and it could be vice versa. Oh, I mean, I like I feel like some of the things I watch sometimes is definitely like nobody's heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> 
and I just watch some really random like niche things. But hey, that's what it's about. That, that, like, that's that's what you want to encourage, though. Like you want to encourage the niche stuff, you wanna, like all sorts of content. Yeah, exactly. Um, is there anything else you want to say, Nathan? Is there any like any other last minute YouTube uh, topics channels? I I just want to recommend one channel. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's called Cultured Boys. Don't forget to like, favorite, <laughs> subscribe, hit that bell button so you get notified when our next videos come out, and check us out on podcast platforms. <laughs> you did it. In, you did the entire thing in that voice as well. Yeah, we get roll with yep. that. <laughs> I genuinely thought fun. you guys suggested one take fun. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> I genuinely thought you guys suggested another channel anyway. Like, I, thought you guys, like, I feel I, I feel guilty that we didn't shout out like one of uh, like. We did a whole lot of food stuff, and we didn't shout one of our like BFFs. We got to shout out Wild the Beast. Like, was it Wild the Beast eats? I don't know what is it? Was it the Wild Side. <laughs> the Wild the Side. This the is why we side. didn't shout him out. It's because you don't even remember, bro. I, like. I remember. I, I remember the Wild the Beast plays. He has the Wild Side. The Wild Side. There you go. Check him out as well because he's a good friend of ours. Uh, we like food content. He likes food content. It's all sorts of that sort of thing. But check him out. Check our our videos out. All of our stuff. Bye. Bye.